right now, if you're listening, you're at bat. You're not on deck. You're at bat. You have a chance to swing on this next throw. And if you don't, you're done. That's strike three. Welcome back to your joys. I'm Cade, your guide. I'll be replacing a little voice inside your head for now, giving you a break from the constant internal monologue that is the human mind. I want to say thank you for viewing on whatever platform you're on. If you haven't hit the subscribe button, please do that and drop a like on this video so other people can find the voyage. Also, I want to uh, give a shout out to the Instagram and TikTok accounts, Joyish Clips, at Joyish Clips. Uh, I post all the highlight clips. If you want to get the inside scoop on the podcast, if you want to, uh, if you don't have time to listen to the whole podcast, I get it. I think you should because uh, if you're going on a walk or a run, I got it on Spotify. If you're chilling at the crib, got it on YouTube. So if you're interested, uh, check out those those channels and give me a follow there too. Uh, let's give a little recap of the week. So I, if you saw my other YouTube channel, and I say this on every single podcast because I believe in that other YouTube channel, Cade Bergman is where I post my vlog stuff. Uh, right now, the uh, the topics are pretty much all having to do with my van life slash Prius life slash road trip preparation. And views are picking up a little bit. Uh, picking up in the sense that like I'm getting average of like, 30 to 60 70 views instead of like averaging 30 40 at most so that's kind of cool um you know it's it's kind of nice to be like sort of part of a niche now and i i remember like at the beginning of this whole journey having nothing to film whatsoever and not even sure what i was doing i just did you know and i had it it sucked i remember there's like a a six or seven period where i'm just uploading random shit that i just I don't know, I just, I didn't have anything to film, so I made it up, I guess. And you can go, you know, go through the archives and find it. I'm excited because one day, one day, like, way in the future, you can watch, like, the movie of Cade, like, the TV show of Cade. You can literally go and watch five-minute snippets from the come-up of my eventual success. I assume I will amass some type of community at that point. Um, I think it'd be cool. It's something unique and uh, not at all something I think I've ever seen. I mean, like people like Peter McKinnon, you can go back a few years and see some of their videos, but they were all like, he's already getting like 100,000 of views and like these videos literally have like 40 views. So it'd be kind of cool for anyone who like, is like, man, this guy doesn't get it. This guy just like has all these followers. I'll never get there. And you're like, look, you can literally go back and find the videos where I'm literally putting in a ton of work. For like no views, no anything other than me getting better at editing. And for me, it's paying off because now I can kind of be at peace with the idea that when I'm on the road and I need to make a video or I need to make a podcast and maybe I've got like only so much time to edit it and post it and get back on the road or whatever I'm doing. I have the confidence now that like I don't need to learn how to edit. I don't need to learn how to produce a vlog super quick and like where do I put the camera? How do I set up the cinematic uh, scene? I know all that stuff. I got the foundations. I got I got the basics out of the way. The basics out of the way. And so I don't need to worry about that because I spent over a year becoming a filmmaker and becoming a YouTuber and, and learning all that stuff. So there, you know there was so much benefit from struggle. You know and. Yeah, it's, it's dope. So I want to start off with that. Uh, oh, yeah. Anyway, so with that K Bergman YouTube video, I made a, a window shades like DIY. And dude, that video was awesome. Like I it feels like a Casey Neistat type video. And 
if you've seen any of my vlogs, you know that my videos are typically like a combination of like Peter McKinnon, Casey Neistat, and then sort of like Matt Devella. Like, I don't know. It's a whole mix of like all the YouTubers that I love watching. And I'm starting to come into my own because I found in this video specifically, I noticed it that I really love like a some type of jazz element in like my music. And I remember like a few weeks ago, uh, I was trying to find music and I love Peter McKinnon's like rock music. But it's so unique to him. And so, like, you, you can't use that kind of music. Because it's like, dude, that's Peter McKinnon's thing, you know? So I was like, man, I wish I had something, like, for my own. And it's been so long and I can't find anything. And, like, now this music, every time I, I like, make a video on... Uh, and I have to look up music on, Epidem on Epidemic Sound. There's usually, like, one or two jazz-like videos that pop up my recommended. And I almost always go with them. And it, like, it's starting to pop up as, like, a theme. And, like, a lot of my past videos... Um, I would have like one rock Peter McKinnon style, style video and then one of the other videos was typically something sort of jazz like or like French cafe esque and that's something that I listen to when I'm reading a lot like some type of jazz or cafe music and so I put it in a couple of my videos I end up loving it it works because you can do fast paced for like any of the fast paced cinematic sequences you can go slow you can make it like dramatic and I just love it and I think it's I'm starting to find find some kind of momentum some kind of groove theme that's mine and not like you know completely altered by who i'm watching you know that that i don't know any video who like uses that kind of music all the time and so it's kind of cool that i finally have something that's that's me um uh oh dude this was this was so weird honestly i was like super uh super not sober the other day and I looked at this picture of me from the last podcast. It was the thumbnail from last podcast where it was, it was like a straight shot of me and I'm like looking right into the lens and I zoomed in on the photo and kind of looked at my face for a few seconds too long. <laughs> and you ever do that when you're like drunk or you're high or whatever, and you look in the bathroom and you're seeing yourself in the mirror and you're like, who the fuck are you? You know, like what is happening? What, what are you doing? You know, and you have that like come to Jesus moment or whatever. But I, I looked at myself and I was looking at, I was holding my phone, looking at the, at the photo of me and this intense derealization moment overcame me and it freaked me out for a second. Cause I was like, wait a minute, who, who the hell is that? It, who is that? And I, I like start to detach and, you know, derealization where you start to detach yourself and become like a third party point of view, like a fly in the wall. And it was really, really weird because I, I already am thinking about that stuff sober, kind of like trying to detach myself, become like the observer, how they talk about in like meditation and trying to become like enlightened or whatever. And so I'm already kind of doing that all the time. But for me to be in this state and to see that visually and kind of uh, be like in, in a trance for a little bit and be like, who is that? That That's me. But is that like, who, who the fuck is that? And I'm going to pop up a picture that I saw on, I think it was TikTok or Instagram. And it was, it's basically a photo. You can see it now. Uh, a corpse, if you're watching the YouTube version, uh, a, a corpse, basically sort of, it's like the circulation system. Or I don't know. There's like the brain, there's eyeballs and there's like all our veins and shit. And it was basically like, don't like, I can't believe we're treating other people differently based on like how we look when we all look like this on the inside and under all like under the the skin avatar, which is what we are basically on the outside. And that was hella weird because it's facts. You know, we are all 
the same flesh suit. We just all have different DNA, like David said in one of the past podcasts. I mean, we are literally all the same. We just have different stuff input into our like DNA and different uh, experiences and all that stuff. And that was mad weird. And so, yeah, that your that derealization thing the other day was that was trippy. That that was really trippy. And I think about it from time to time, but that that was intense. That was really intense because that was a serious photo of me. And I was like, kind of like in this weird trance, like state anyway, uh, mad, weird, mad, weird. Uh, speaking of that, this has absolutely nothing to do with it, but my sister's birthday was yesterday. We went into uh, Botany Bay and I took some like amazing photos. I'll pop them up on the screen now. If you're watching the YouTube version, you can see them. Uh, I also post a ton of, I'm a photographer, so I post a lot of this stuff on my Instagram. So if you want to follow that, k.bergman, um, I post a bunch of sick stuff there. I also post all my updates for YouTube. So if you want to stay in the loop for my YouTube or podcast, I upload literally all the time to my Instagram. Uh, you can follow me like on Twitter or whatever, but like I don't, I just repost my Instagram shit onto onto Twitter. So it's like, I don't really care about Twitter. But um, yeah, so we took these like super, super cool, dark, gloomy, aesthetic, cinematic photos. It was, it was amazing. It was a really cool place. My family took us there. And uh, my sister's turning 18. And part of her was excited because it's closer and closer for her to leave. And she's very like independent and, and wants to get going on life. But she also lacks the life experience. So there's a ton of fear attached to that because she's leaving everything she's known. You know, my parents are about to move. She may be going with them to Denver, Colorado. That's a whole life change right there. And I have four extra years of experience, life and I've thought through my future many, many a time, and I've put physical steps toward that future. Hannah is not at that level yet. She's also 18, four years younger. And so she's seeing all the shit I'm doing. and was like, I want to do all that stuff. But I'm, I'm doing a bunch of other things that I've learned through my extra four years of life that she hasn't been able to, you know, like experience yet. And so she kind of had like this freak out, uh, internal freak out of like, holy fuck, you know, I'm, I'm 18. I, like everything I've been wanting is here. And I've talked about this a million times about the idolization factor of anything that isn't yours. So idolizing being 18, being 21, idolizing uh, celebrities and idolizing like YouTubers and people who, who have what you don't. And what I think you, you and everyone who has an idol has an idol or idolizes something You need to have a reality check because you're going to be slapped in the face if you ever get it. Hopefully when you get it. But I think we all are going to be shocked at how little it changes you on the inside once you get that thing, that trophy, that that whatever, the status that you were trying to get your whole life. I think when you get it, it doesn't really, it's not like you just go, boom, oh, fuck yeah, I'm a superstar, like, I got it all, like, I'm done, I'm I'm peaceful, I don't think it's at all like that, because you talk about all these, you see all these celebrities dealing with depression, and, like, people who have it all, and don't, and I think that's really, really important for the young generation coming up, people in my generation, and the younger, and the people younger, and, like, in this area, like, you know, teenagers to, like, 30s. We have this amazing f picture of, of the dream reality we want one day. And I don't think it's ever going to match the level of amazingness in our head in real life. Unless you are able to 
appreciate what it is for what it is when it gets there and not attach it with that feeling that you're hoping is going to be because you're going to you're going to be fucking disappointed if you can get that out of your system and not expect that when it happens i think you'll be much happier and it'll make it a lot easier of a feat when you think about doing it because i used to do this all the time when i thought about starting youtube i was like well what's the point i'm never going to get 100k it's like did you think any YouTuber just uploaded their first video and expected to hit 100k immediately? Like, unless you're already famous on another platform, you have, everyone starts from you know Mr. Beast has like 100 million subscribers or something. The man started from zero. You can see videos from when he was like in 2010 or something, and he's got like 30 subscribers, getting like no views, just like me. And when you see that and you hear people talk and they're like, "Look, it's dope," you know, being successful, making money, all that shit, but. It's not what you think it is. It's not this like, like when we th when people think of like the Illuminati and they go, oh, it's this intense group of like know-it-all people who control the world. Like, dude, maybe it is that, but it's not that intense or deep. Like, it's probably just people chilling, doing whatever, and this just happens to be the byproduct of what they do. But it's not as like big and intense, which sucks because when we grew up watching Disney movies, watching superhero movies, there was a clear winner and loser, and. You know, the winner always got showered with gifts and money and the girls and all that stuff. And it built up in our head that success means, like, paradise. And I don't think that's fucking true. I think it's stupid and fucking delusional as fuck. So get that shit out of your head. I'm talking to me. I'm not yelling at you. I'm, I'm telling myself this. Uh, I'm just trying to speak my mind a little bit and, and say what I think uh, might open new, like, neurologic pathways and new ways of thinking for me and for you. And so if there's stuff you can take away from it, then fucking take it away, dude. But, um, but yeah, and while we were talking about birthdays, we got completely away from it, but I hate, I fucking hate birthdays. Um, I don't like that everyone feels like the pressure to do something extra on your birthday. Cause I'm like, dude, that kind of stuff. Like if you feel like doing it for me one day, if you feel like taking me out to eat or, or doing whatever one day, just fucking do it. Don't wait for my birthday. Like don't make it this thing where it's like, okay, now this is, okay, it's his birthday. Like let's, let's make him feel special. Like, no, you should be making your, the people you love, you should be telling them that you love them. You should be showing them that you love them and being there and, and making time for them and shit. Do that on a regular basis, you know? And I hate, like, the worst part is when you don't talk to someone for, like, a whole year and then their birthday pops up on Facebook or something. You're like, fuck, I got to say happy birthday. So you open the message and you go to text them and you see the last text message was from a year ago when you said happy birthday. I hate that shit. There's, at that point, you're like, what the fuck? What are, you even, what, what are we doing, you know? Uh, so that, that's, like, the worst part about birthdays. But I just want to, like, tag that on at the end because I was talking about Hannah's birthday. But um, I got a couple pretty solid topics I want to talk about today. Um, they include a lot of stuff about existentialism. I know like three or four podcasts, I was talking about a specific subject and I remember going like a minute into this rant about existentialism and I was like, nah, you know what? It's not that we, we can't get that deep right now in this conversation. So I'm going to save it for another podcast. This is that podcast. So if you listen to that one, props to you for being patient. Uh, your patience is commendable. Um, and then I want to talk a little bit about some TV shows, Harry Potter, uh, Lost, that's not a TV show, Harry Potter's a movie, um, but entertainment and how you can use some of those things in, in the shows and the movies and pertain to real life because that's what I try and do. I feel like everyone does that kind of intrinsically, maybe on like a subconscious level. You take things from each movie. You take uh, stuff you see in common with Harry and Ron 
and you maybe attribute them or internalize them to yourself. And I think it's kind of cool. And there's certain shows and movies that I think there are specific scenes and moments in them that I think are very important. And there's a couple I want to highlight today, and but we'll get that to we'll get to that later. So I want to talk about some of the intensely woke uh, existentialism TikToks I've been seeing recently. Um, the main gist of it being that technically nothing matters, but technically it all matters then, uh, but not really, but sort of, you know, but not that much on a grand scale. And, uh, there was one TikTok where he explained it and he was like, look, uh, it's, oh, I think, oh shit, what's his name? I got, it's Abraham something. It's this old, it's this like older gentleman from Minnesota. Um, he, he kind of looks like me actually, but like way in the future, um, super dope channel and his whole TikTok, he's got like 800 K it's just him holding a phone on a walk and he just talks about shit. And he's like this hello woke dude who just has a really interesting perspective and very, very good at verbalizing and putting into words some thoughts that I, I've never been able to, you know, actually put words to. And it's super, super dope. I, I love it. Love his account. And he was talking about the meaning of life and why logically it doesn't make sense for it there to be a meaning to life. So this this may literally solve your fucking problem in life because this, this did a whirlwind for me. He basically said, there can't be a meaning to your life because if there was, it'd be like watching a movie that you already knew all the spoilers. Like, it'd be like, what the fuck is the point of experiencing life if I know all the answers? What's the point of trying to open that, do that business if I know that it's going to work or not going to work? Like, there would be no point, you know? In the same way, like, when you finish Pokemon and you beat the Elite Four, you're like, the fuck do I do now? You know, I have all these Pokemon that I trained with the only goal of beating the game, and now I beat the game, so, like, what do I fucking do? Usually, you just start over the game. Like, there's something else to do. You, you can fuck around and, like, battle other people for a little bit, but after a couple weeks of that, you're like, shit, dude, I gotta either buy another game or restart the game or something. And, um, yeah, so his, his point was that if you, if there is a universal meaning of like on a grand scale he goes then you can't have a personal meaning to life because your meaning doesn't matter compared to the grand universe that level of meaning that means you're just part of it you're the fucking drop in the sea you know you're not you you don't have a purpose other than to to experience and on the flip side if you have personal meaning then the universe can't have a grand meaning because you just can't have one without the other and, and yeah that's what he was saying he was like it, it wouldn't make any sense for there to be meaning to life because that is the point of life to find the meaning you're supposed to find the meaning and i've said it i've called it the monopoly uh paradox i think in one of the podcasts you fucking give meaning to whatever the fuck you want that's what human beings can do that ants can't you know we get to choose what we care about you know i buy this i get this cool mask that i love if I lose this mask, I'll be pissed because I love this mask. It's one of my favorites. Um, before I saw the mask, I didn't know about it. I didn't give a shit about it. But now that I have it, I give it meaning. And the same way when you start playing Monopoly, you know, five minutes before you pull out the game, you didn't give a shit about it. But now you want to win. Now it matters. Now you got to beat everyone in the game. You know, it's this thing of like, we decide what we give meaning to. And there's no other answer. There can't be. What, what other logical answer is there to what is the meaning of life? It is to figure out what the fuck you want to do. Whatever you want to do, you just go do it. And it's it's so much easier than you think it's going to be. It's easier, but it's also hard because it's easy to do, it's easy to do it. No, it's simple to do it. But it's not easy to do it. Now, if you find something that you like and it's fun, 
like podcasting. I fucking love podcast. I love everything to do with cameras, filmmaking, everything with it. Um, it feels kind of like an interview, but it's just me. So like it's it's chill. But I love doing it. I love pulling my camera. It's easy for me. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. It's easy. I got my setup. I just do this and that and it's done. And I love editing. I love the whole thing. So for me, I could do this. I will do this. So if you're listening right now to this podcast on, I'm recording this March 18th, 2021, but probably going to come out tonight or tomorrow. Um, if we're listening to right now, I pretty much can fucking guarantee that in 10 years, I'll still be doing this shit. And it's going to be mad weird because in 10 years of podcasting, which is probably about as long as Joe Rogan has been doing it, that man has like a thousand episodes. That man has so many views. I can't, I almost can't even imagine this brand, this, this, uh, Joyage not having picked up. It's like, how the fuck could it not? You know, like this is good content. It's good quality shit, good audio. I think good content, you know, uh, I feel like there's no possible way I couldn't make some type of, um, more like maybe monetary success, I guess. But like, this is already fun. It's fulfilling as fuck for me. I'm doing it now with no view. I'm literally getting 20 views on my podcast. Like no views. I got six loyal listeners on Spotify. (laughs) I'm one of them. My mom's one of them. Uh, so, you know, there's not much that I'm like getting out of it per se, but I love doing it. So it gives me peace of like soul, you know, and I enter this flow state. I'm not really focused on anything else because these are the things that I would be pondering about. Like, oh, I wish I was making a podcast. I wish I could have a successful podcast. Well, guess what? I'm filming a successful podcast. What do you mean? So I think that's pretty cool for me. And while we're on the topic of stuff meaning something to you, if you've seen Lost, I think it was on ABC originally when it came on TV like a long time ago. But I think I think it's on Hulu right now. Um you need to watch it. I don't care if you get to buy the DVDs. I don't give a fuck what you got to do. You need to watch this show. If you have any type of thoughts about the world that are different, like if maybe if you're like a deep person or like an introvert, this show is for you. I'm telling you right now, if you have any kind of mental illness, uh, like anxiety or depression or anything where you're kind of like overthinking and you're in your head a lot, this show will change and it will revolutionize your life in such an interesting way because there are so many fucking lessons in this show. So many, and I've I've watched this show, first season to seventh season, or sixth season, whatever it is, probably eight, eight or nine times now, and every single time I watch it, I find something new. I learn something new about myself, and it's fucking awesome. So watch this show. Here's a specific scene that I want to talk about. Um, I'm going to try not to spoil it. There's an episode toward the very, very end of the entire show, and... Jack, the main character, and Desmond, which is also one of the, one of the main characters, they are about to. All right, I'm gonna keep it simple. They're about to save the world, kind of thing. That's the that's the scene basically. And before it happens, Desmond has this like realization about the world, and he, as he's about to embark, as they're both about to embark on this journey, he looks at Jack and he says, "You know, none of this matters. Not none of nothing we're doing matters. Where we're going." If we die, when we'd probably die, none of this will matter because we'll be with the ones we love. Like we're going to go to heaven, that, that type of deal. And Jack says to him, because he's he's lived a pretty intense life and he's had some different experiences than Desmond had that um, were very, very uh, important for his perspective. And he looked at Desmond and he responded with, actually, Desmond, all of this matters. 
I basically saying I understand what you're saying, but on the flip side, it all does matter to me. And so therefore it matters. And I thought that was super, super fucking powerful because it's true. They're both right. Yeah, nothing matters. But it all matters. Question mark. Um, as I said earlier, it, it does matter to you. And if it does matter to you, then it matters. But technically it doesn't matter because like, well, who the fuck cares in a hundred years? What if you, if I film this podcast and upload it or not, you know, no one, no one cares. Uh, you know, if, if Mark Zuckerberg didn't invent Facebook, I'm sure someone else would have come and done something and we would still be here to get today. We would still be alive more than likely. So in the end, none of it really matters. And if there's something you can take away from this, it's that like, if you're questioning these things, if you're feeling like you're lost and you don't know where the fuck you're going, but you can't put it into words how you feel, you just feel like, you feel stuck. You feel like you can't get anywhere. You can't get the ball rolling. You want to be this, you want to be that, but you can't, you don't know how. The first step is literally just research how to become this, whatever it is, how to do this. And whatever the first step is, it's probably fucking easy. You're just overthinking it. It's probably something stupid, like stupid easy. Like, okay, I want to go to vet school. All right, you want to go to vet school? Great. How are your grades? Did you pass your test? No? Okay, so start studying a little harder. All right, step two could be, I don't know, learn how to write a, a good cover letter and a resume. That could be step two. These things aren't like super deep and scary. You know, they're literally just small, small steps. And you're seeing in my, if you follow my YouTube channel, you'll see my small steps, right? I'm making window covers. I'm, I just bought all this shit from Amazon, like a battery uh, or like a power inverter for my battery so I can power myself. Um, like all my key, like my laptop and all that shit. Uh, and I bought a bunch of stuff and like, these are small things that in a few months, they will be the reason I'm able to finally leave. I couldn't just leave tomorrow. I don't have enough stuff. I don't, I'm not ready. In the same way that if you're going to vet school and it's a year away, you're not ready right now. So start making small, small steps. By the time a year comes and you're ready to apply, you will be, you know, so much more capable and ready mentally and physically to go and do that. So take that chance. Whether that chance for you at this moment is very, very big. If, if this moment for you is something that's going to change your life on one decision, I'm telling you, consider things first, but take that shot, dude. And I forget where I was. I, th I think I may have been not sober, but I wrote this down and I know I like started getting like not angry, but sort of like frustrated with people that would constantly, you know, be like, Oh, I want this. I want that, but aren't really willing to put in the work or aren't willing to make that leap of faith and trust in themselves. And I got frustrated because here I am, not particularly more self-confident than other people, not particularly more self-sure um, than other people, but through the things I've been doing over the year, through the content I've been watching and surrounding myself with and manifesting, I've found that you owe yourself that chance. You owe yourself the chance to win and whatever that means for you, you deserve to swing the bat. 
Right now, if you're listening, you're at bat. You're not on deck. You're at bat. You have a chance to swing on this next throw. And if you don't, you're done. That's strike three. You're, you know, if you don't do it now, why would you do it later? Take the chance now. It doesn't have to be a big decision. Make a small decision and put yourself on that path and start. But you've got to swing the bat at some point. You have to swing the bat. Give yourself that chance. You deserve it. What else are you going to fucking do? Are you just going to almost swing the bat forever and never truly start? Are you going to live paycheck to paycheck? Are you going to never have a real long-term goal other than just make it to next week? Because next week or, or next year, I'll start doing this. I'll start saving next year. I'll start investing next year. You need to start now, even if it's a dollar. Whatever it is for you, you need to do it. Just do it. You have to give yourself that chance. You have to. Because, like, what the fuck else are you doing here? If you're living and all you're doing is living just so you can work, and then you're working so that you can live, that makes absolutely no fucking sense at all. Work so that you can live. You don't live so you can work. You work so that you can live, period. The cycle doesn't keep going. You work so you can live. Work so you can live. You don't work so you can live so that you can work again. You work to live. That's it. And I think that's important for some people to hear. If you've been feeling like, oh man, six weeks just went by and I haven't even done anything for myself. What are you doing? Put yourself first. You can't get anything fucking done if you're not first. That's the reality of it. Speaking of you being at the center and relying on yourself, putting yourself first, Harry Potter, Prisoner of Azkaban. You've seen it. I hope so. Uh, my least favorite Harry Potter movie because of um, the werewolf. I, I hate werewolves. They're terrifying. Uh, I can't even pet a greyhound because they remind me of Professor Lupin when he turned into a werewolf. But... Prisoner of Azkaban, Harry Potter. When Harry was down there with Sirius, getting the soul sucked out of him by the Dementors, and when Harry came back like through the time thing with him and Hermione, and they saw Harry being sucked the life out of him, and Harry's waiting there, waiting for his father, who he thought was coming to save him, and no one ever came. And he goes, where the fuck is he? Like, he's supposed to save me. And after a few seconds, he goes, shit, I, I guess I have to save myself. So he went out there and did the Patronus, killed all the Dementors or whatever. And he realized in that moment that it was always him. It was always going to be him that had his own back. And that no one else, no one else was going to have his back like that. It was only up to him. And you can take that and uh, you can apply it to your life. Because in the end, you have to sleep with yourself. Even if you have a wife, even if you have a family, at the end of the day, there's so much dialogue that goes on in between your own, like, in your head, that it's just you, really. So befriend that, that other you, the egoic mind, the child one, the one that complains constantly, the one that's always making you anxious and depressed and shit. You gotta befriend that and logically pick that side of you apart a little bit and be like, look... Dude, we're going to be here for a fucking long time. 20 years from now, I'm going to be 40. 
I know a lot of 40-year-olds who are young as fuck. So I know I have plenty of fucking time. I have so much ungodly amounts of time that I have no choice but to befriend the egoic mind, the one that is complaining, the one that everyone hates because what are you going to do? You can't not listen to it. We got to function in reality and, and the world somehow. Like you need that egoic mind to take care of shit for you and be capable of, you know, just doing normal shit, like going to a grocery store. You can't do that if you're constantly like woke and shit. You know, you can't go to a grocery store and talk to a cashier if you're constantly thinking about like how beautiful the earth is and, and whatever. Like, you do need that egoic mind to be the reality check for you. But when you're not needing it, get out of that state. Right, if you're on the path of enlightenment or whatever it is, or trying to become more aware of the observer and the thinker and all that stuff, um, try and be in that enlightened stage in that in that uh, perspective or whatever as much as you can. But when you need to be just fucking in the zone at work or, or whatever it is, like use your mind there, but don't let your mind use you. You know, and I think I talked about a lot of my other podcasts, so I don't want to get too far into that stuff. But um, yeah. I basically wanted to bring up Harry Potter because I, I hate that movie, but that's one of the biggest lessons uh, I took from it. Even though I didn't even get that from the movie, I got it off of TikTok, who like brought it up. No, 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 no. It was a TikTok that, for some reason, that scene in Harry Potter popped in my head when I watched it. It was something about like in the end, it's always you kind of thing, and then that scene popped up. But um, here's my quote of the day. Uh, this has a lot to do with what we've been talking about. Every 22 to 30 year old has one weakness. I'm generalizing. You have lack of patience. If you can guess who that is, you probably watch him on some type of social media. It's Gary Vee, uh, one of my favorite people because he's not a bullshitter. He doesn't sell any fucking dream. He's just like, dude, you got to be aware and work hard and eat shit for a little bit sometimes, you know, and he's very realistic about it. But he's also comforting in that realistic like no bullshit mentality because it's not it's not bullshit you know if you do something you love for a long period of time even if you don't make a million dollars doing it dude how happy are you gonna be versus if you're sitting around doing shit you don't want to do for the rest of your life you know and he puts it in a logical way where it makes better sense for that philosophy to work than it doesn't like it just makes sense you're like yeah that that would work and it's again it's not easy it's simple though. Very fucking simple. You find the thing you want to do, you get better at it, and in turn you like it more because you're getting better, and the cycle continues, and you never fall out of that flow because you're always doing what you love. And what he says, he's like, look, you gotta eat shit for a little while. Like, you might have to work that job you don't like in order to fund your ability to do the thing you love. And eventually, you find a way to market yourself. And you gotta do other things. You gotta learn how business works. You gotta learn how marketing works. And it's fucking, it's not easy. It's it's simple as fuck. You get good at something, you find a way to market it, you find a way to make money with it, and you do it until, and you do that double life where you're working your other job until at least it pays for that, for what the job was covering. And then you fucking quit that job. And you go full time, and you put all the marbles in there, and you fucking swing the bat, and you go for it. Do that, dude. Like, what the fuck else are you going to do? Maybe you swing the bat and you just fucking miss. You know, you miss. You, you fucking lose all your money. Whatever. Just do it again. Because it's like, really, what else are you going to do? Are you going to play it safe your whole life? Are you never going to fully, fully take a leap of faith ever? Then what the fuck are you doing on this earth? Really, what are you doing here? 
if at some point you don't swing the bat. Okay, switching gears. That was pretty deep and that was heavy. Uh, I want to just go over like a, a little overview of like what's going on. Because um, at the beginning of the podcast, I went and did like a recap of the week. So what's coming up? Um, my schedule is changing a little bit. I'll be working at Loggerheads, my serving job. Hopefully making at least two to $400 a day doing that. Uh, that'll be five days a week, I think it is. Yeah, five days a week. And then I'm doing two days a week at Kaleidoscope, which is a after-school program uh, with, with the elementary school kids. And I, I remember talking about that like a long time ago. Uh, it's a job that I loved. And I said, fuck it, man. You know what? I missed that job a lot. It was fun. It brought me happiness. Like I can, I can handle two days off. Uh, at loggerheads because I need a couple days off anyway and this class the class club job is easy you know there's not that much to it you're just taking care of elementary school kids like how hard is it you know it's fun and you make 50 bucks a day like whatever um so I'm doing that a couple times a week and it'll be good practice because that's on Mount Pleasant which I've never really I never am over there so I'm kind of excited to be over there a couple times a week and kind of learn more about my city that I've been living in uh and in June or July, my parents are leaving to Denver. So there will be two or three months where I'm living in Charleston, my hometown, but in my car, more than likely. Unless they like don't sell the house or something, and that's maybe I'll stay here. But it'd be great practice for me. So I've ordered a power inverter um, to charge all my stuff in the car that uses my hybrid battery, which is nice. Um, I've ordered a bunch of like pa- camping stuff, like necessities for like van life type type deal. Um, I'm getting my car tinted on Saturday. <sighs> Stuff's becoming real, man. The the Prius life it's coming quick. It's coming real quick. But the part that sucks is I'm, there's probably gonna be like a three month limbo stage where I'm kind of just like it's gonna be like level one stuff. I'm not gonna be able to leave because I want to make as much money as I can at Loggerheads first. So I'm not stressing my money when I go on my road trip across the country. But you can expect a road trip. It's coming. It is 100% coming. The ball is flying at me at 98 miles per hour. And come probably August, somewhere between August and like beginning of October, probably, I'm gonna be packing up and leaving. I'm road tripping all the way from South Carolina, probably to like the. Oregon region somewhere in the northwest and maybe I'll stay in the road trip life for a long time maybe I hate it I have no idea and while that scares me a little bit it's so freeing to know that and it's different and I like that that kind of is like that hits a spot for me I'm, I'm down for it I'm pumped about it uh, free content free easy fucking content anything I do I'm living in a car, so it's like it's it's just gonna be more interesting and and it's gonna be a fun life. I I like the idea of being intentional with all your decisions. You can't just come home and go to sleep. Like I have to find a place to go to sleep every time. I have to find a place to go to the bathroom and shower. That's gonna be weird. It's gonna be fucking annoying probably sometimes. But I'm I'm here for. It. I'm ready. I've been wanting to go on this adventure for so long, and I didn't know what it would be like, how it would happen. But I'm here. I'm pumped. I'm ready to go, dude. I am I'm ready. But I don't have enough money, so I gotta make it first. So if anyone's talking shit once I start living in a van or in a Prius, guess what? I just worked for four months and invested all of my money and saved it. Uh invested and saved so that this could be possible. And I have no idea. This is this is my first swing of the bat. I still have three strikes. So we'll see what happens. Um I'm really excited for the future. Um, real quick, I wanna hit my uh my little outro for for me and for anyone out there struggling. Close your eyes for me. We're not about to pray, but close your fucking eyes. If you're walking, 
stop for a sec. Um, if you're lying down, stop for a sec. If you're watching me on YouTube, close your fucking eyes and be here with me. Be still with me for a sec. Wherever you are in life, at whatever stage you are, if you're 12 years old and you're thinking about fucking toys, or if you're 30 and you have a kid, whatever it is that your life situation is, if you're not feeling like you're there yet, if you're feeling behind, the other people are passing you, you're in the right lane, I got news for you. There's a lot of motherfuckers in that lane with you. Right up in the same exact spot as you, and they're not losers. We're all chilling. We're all here. We're all working on ourselves. Um, no one's out to get you. You know, no one's no one's going to out you. You're doing just fine. You're doing just fine. You're exactly where you're fucking supposed to be right now. You might be in a spot where the universe is fucking testing you. And it's trying to break you down. And you just keep going, dude. You keep going. You got this. I mean, this is shit that I gotta hear sometimes. This is this is the pep tops I give myself sometimes. So, everyone goes through this shit. We all do. I don't care if you don't think you do, you do. It takes a level of awareness to be able to comprehend some of this stuff. And if you are, that's dope. If you're not, then this is probably the beginning of your spiritual journey. And I'm, I'm excited for you. It's, it's hard. But I think it's ultimately worth it. Um, I hope you have a wonderful day and, uh, I'm excited to record the next podcast at some point this week, probably maybe next week. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'll see you guys later. You can open your eyes now and keep walking or whatever, but yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Peace.